Hi, I'm Anthony Mindell, and you're listening to In The Moment, thoughts on acting, art, and life. This podcast shares lessons directly from our classrooms at AMAW Studios all over the world, offering insights into improving your acting and how to live your life more fully expressed and in the moment. I hope you enjoy. And of course, as you know, fate has it, I'm driving here. I thought, oh my God, there is the lesson right there. So I'm driving, and all of a sudden, I was like, where's my phone? And then I had a flash of, oh my God! <laughs> I had a chemical rush. <laughs> and I only lived like five minutes away. Not that big of a drama deal. And then I realized, oh shoot, it's plugged in, um, uh, recharging at the house. And so then I had another moment of, I'm gonna be without my phone for four hours. And I was like, oh my God, you are a crack addict. <laughs> you are addicted to technology, even though I'm always teaching and preaching, teacher preacher, about getting away from our addiction to constantly feeding us in ways or stimulating us in ways that are really dysfunctional and at a disservice whether we realize it or not. So I was like, oh, well, that's what I have to lecture on. And I, I started thinking about it in terms of our neurological fibers in our body have a protective coating called an, uh, 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 a myelin sheath, right? And I sometimes think when we are, do you ever feel this in life? Like you are constantly being bombarded in your brain with sound bites and videos and updates and tweet feeds and Facebook posts and news flashes and Instagram pics and constant, do you not, is, am I the only one who feels that? Where your brain feels like it's swelling to the point where it's about to ah, explode? So when I was thinking, I guess I'm the only one who feels that, but I, I feel very overstimulated by it and sometimes I feel system shutdown. And so my thing about our neurological wiring has a protective sheath around it. It's kind of weird that I'm doing that, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, um, where was I? I'm distracted by my audiovisual movements. Well, uh, yes, a protective sheath. And so I sometimes feel like when, when I, I can only speak for myself, when I'm being bombarded with constant stimuli, stimulus people, that it's almost like my own sort of energy grid or my own being is being like like the neurological protective sheath is being uh, sort of worn away to the very nub so that I'm feeling like very raw and exposed. And that's not healthy. So what I wanna talk about a little bit is how do we understand having a healthy relationship with technology to, to, so, so that it does not stimulate you to the point where our circuitry is like a switchboard. And if it's constantly overstimulated, it's gonna overheat and spark and short circuit. Our bodies require repose. They need it. Cellularly, spiritually, psychologically, emotionally, physically. They require space. They require elasticity. That, when I'm talking about elasticity, allowing a sense of your being to like stretch and move in different directions besides constantly always going for stimuli to fill you up. Now a lot of what I talk about is I think we grab for those things because we are trying to fill ourselves, but we mistakenly attribute the things to fill us up and it doesn't. Have you ever noticed? Oh, that tweet doesn't, it just doesn't quite do it. Oh, that text doesn't quite do it. Oh, that information doesn't quite do it. So we keep looking for more. And really what you're looking for is this, is this, is this, is actual human interaction. Terence McKenna, this philosopher, 
he talks about, or he talked about, he's no longer alive. He said in 2000, which was before the explosion of the internet inundation and, and innovation, he talked about how we have to stop consuming our culture and we have to create culture. And I think that's interesting because it's a very sort of paradoxical thing. Because we're in a business to create, and creation, at the end result, is sometimes going to be consumed. But what I want you to think about is, where have you lost your own footing in creating and or consuming for the end product? And I think it's very important for you all to create space for yourself where you're just allowing yourself to be. Not creating to get an agent, not creating to get seen, not creating to get a Facebook post, not creating to get a thousand YouTube hits. Just giving yourself a space to actually create for yourself. That's a replenishing, restorative act. You know, when I was younger, it's funny, when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh my God, I, I sound like my parents. My parents used to say, oh, when I was younger, or they would be like, in the, in my, in the good old days. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But this is true. When I was younger and I needed stimulation, I would go to my mom and I'd be like, mom, I'm bored. And she'd say, Go out and play. Huh, remember that? Go outside. Now I'd be like, Ma, I don't know what to do. And she'd be like, read a book. And I'd be like, I don't want to do that. And she'd say, use your imagination. People, that is the ground of our being. And there is nothing wrong. Technology is an amazing thing. In the information superhighway is a beautiful thing. When you're using it consciously, when you're using it to get plugged into people and things and ideas that stimulate you in inspiration and in creativity and in hopefulness and allow you to be connected, that's important. But doing it unconsciously is like sort of ushering in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it really is where you're doing it because it's on a default loop. And like I just said for myself in the car, the addiction. The addiction that tech, we are connected addictively to technology. So instead, what if this week you thought about it in terms of when I'm reaching for that thing, am I doing it out of habit because I actually don't want to be in that space of repose or boredom or being or doing nothing? And so I'm constantly have to fill myself because even if I fill or distract myself, then I feel like I'm actually doing something. It's actually just the opposite. You guys, I'll end again with this. It's very important to remember. Not only is it essential for your being to have moments of downtime, repose, boredom, quietness, stasis, it's actually also a fundamental part of the creative process. Without it, you can't create. You are not beings to constantly be fed an onslaught of stuff. You can't find your way through it if you're constantly being bombarded with it. So again, I'm always encouraging us different ways to just try to figure out where we reach out to try to actually disconnect. So watch this week when you do it, and it's actually an act of disconnection. You know when you do it. You know when you do it.